Buongiorno and benvenuti, and welcome to another episode of the Passion for Italy Travel Podcast. Please feel free to visit us at pfitravel.com. If you're looking to plan a trip to Italy in 2023 or 2024, reach out, let us know how we can assist you in planning your trip that will give you great memories and great fun. I'm back again for this episode with Lori, my wife, and we're going to finish up our recent visit to Italy. And this time we're going to discuss leaving Firenze and heading down to Positano, Pompeii, and Capri. Lori, are you ready for this trip? Yes, I am. Great. So when last we left you, we were leaving Florence, Firenze, Santa Maria Novella Station. We left out about 9.30 in the morning and arrived down in Naples, the Naples Centrale train station at around 12.30. Again, it was another great train trip. I don't think any problems occurred. It was very easy. Uh, those two train stations were great to deal with. What are your thoughts, Lori? Yeah, especially Florence. That was that was a breeze. I would say the Naples train station was a little crazy uh, once we got there. It was a little hectic. A lot yes. of people, a lot yes. of motion. You're correct. The, the Santa Maria Novella station in Florence, very easy to deal with. The train trip took, again, almost three hours. Beautiful scenery all the way through. We, we stopped off through Rome as, as we were heading down that way. And it was great to be able to see Mount Vesuvius as you're heading into Naples. And it was just a great view. But again, a great, a great ride and no problems really there. Then we jumped off the train and got our transfer. Let's talk about our transfer for a moment, Lori. Most transfer drivers, very solid, very good people, very great to communicate with in the car. This gentleman was a little distracted, was a little on the wild side of a driver. Would you agree? Yes, 1,000%. He took us on our transfer, and we were heading down on the way to Positano, uh, and we were going to do a stop off at Pompeii. Pompeii was something that we both thought were here. We might as well see it. Um, you know, how many times are we going to come back through Pompeii? We weren't sure. Obviously, we have future plans to go back to Italy again. But we thought, we're here, we're passing by it, let's check it out. We we made it into Pompeii. It was supposed to be a three-hour tour. You and I both said, hey, we're going to cut this short. We enjoyed it. It was very nice, very cool things to see there, very historical. It really made you feel like you had stepped back to 79 AD. But we were also both a little tired from the trip so far and ready to get to our beach in Positano. Yes, and hungry too, as I don't really think we had eaten much since breakfast. We had not. Right? So we were hot, tired, and hungry and ready <laughs> to get to our destination. So we got to uh, Pompeii. I think some of the key things that were standing out to us was everybody talks about seeing the relics of the, of the people who actually passed away in this and seeing the bones or seeing the sculptures, not the sculptures, but the... Bones? Did you say bones? <laughs> yes, I said bones. Skeletons, um, bones. <laughs> skeletons, yes. Seeing that, but also seeing what the city looked like, what it was, what it was built like, how it was to live two thousand years ago, and I and I thought there was some great um, things to take in. Seeing that there were sinks and bathrooms and bars and restaurants in a town like Pompeii, there were not the Colosseum style, but more of a Palladium kind of style where they had an amphitheater, right? To where you could 
walk through there and see that as well. I, I really enjoyed it, but at the same time, we broke off from our tour and said three hours is going to be a little too much for us. And we saw what we wanted to see, but we, again, we were ready to get you to that beach in Positano and just take our time to relax and enjoy the rest of our vacation. Would you say that kind of encapsulates it? Yes. And it was, and it was a huge, a huge city or whatever. I mean, I didn't expect it to be that big, so I never would have made it through that tour. So I'm glad we broke off and just saw all this little bits of it on our own. And we did get to see the bones or skeletons, not what the other people were talking about. We didn't get to see, remember we ran into somebody that thought they were telling us where to go, but all we saw was a little thing of that. It wasn't, it wasn't what everybody talked about. We couldn't find that one, but I, we saw enough and it was, it was very, it was very wild to see. I'm glad we did it, but I was ready to, to move on. Yeah, I, I would say this. If if you're planning to go to Pompeii, make sure, you know, like I said, Lori and I broke away from our tour after so long of a time. But if you really want to be into it, if you really want to see everything, spend the, the three or plus hours there, make sure you stick with your guide. Make sure you yes. listen to all that they can tell you. They were very informative, very knowledgeable. I love the things that we learned from our guide. but it was just we were ready to check out, get back in the the car at our own risk, and head down to Positano. Yes. So we we did that. We stopped off real quick outside of outside of Pompeii, grabbed a quick snack, grabbed our driver, and started the road down to Positano, which I had kind of forewarned you was going to be a little bit of a treacherous ride. You know the the ins and outs. You're on the side of a cliff driving mm-hmm. into the Amalfi Coast. I'm not sure you really saw much of our inbound <laughs> version of that trip, did you? No. The we didn't really get details. We didn't talk about the driver like a detail, but he just drove fast and crazy and that was before we got to the curvy roads. Uh he <laughs> once we got on the I think it was when we hit maybe was it right at Sorrento maybe is when it kind of started going. Yeah. And he just he just took the, I don't know. He just, I was in the back seat. It made me a little car sick. I was very scared because he was just going so fast around the turns and getting right up on people's rear ends and just, you know, and it's a tight fit anyway. Those roads are just, they're not roads. I don't even know what you call them because you could barely fit two cars in there. Um, but so no, I did not see the beautiful views because most of the time I had my eyes closed or was looking the other way to try to not make myself sick and not have an anxiety attack. So while I was holding you and you were going through all that, I was also the one holding my phone with my other hand and taking pictures as we were coming up on each of those curves and just wanting to have it as a memory because I knew I wanted to make sure you were okay, but I also knew that that's some of the scenery that we never would see again. So I want to make sure we saw it and we had it as, as something that we could look back on since you missed it on the way in. But <laughs> let's let's take the bad driver out of the way. Yes. We get to Positano. We get to Positano. I'll just start in and say it's everything that I thought it would be. It is Instagram on steroids. It is beautiful. It is People everywhere, tourists everywhere. At the same time, it's like walking onto a, a set for a Disney movie. 
It just looks like something out of the movies, out of a painting on Instagram. Just going into it, I would say getting there, checking into our hotel, I knew right away it was going to be well worth it. It definitely was one of the best things I think I've ever seen. You know, we didn't have too bad of a walk down. I think it took us 10 minutes to walk down the steps. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad carrying our luggage. We opted not to have somebody do that for us, but we decided on the way back up we would. But we got there and got to the hotel, and the hotel was just incredible. Our room, we had the best room I think we've ever had any place we've ever stayed as far as, you know, the view. And we had a two-story balcony. It was just wonderful. Yeah, we chose, and to to go back, we chose to have a hotel or uh, a condo, what have you. We chose to have a room that was closer to the water. We wanted to be closer to the water because we didn't want to do the thousand steps down, thousand steps up every day to um, enjoy the beach. We knew we wanted to go to the beach every day. We knew you were a beach person, and we knew we wanted to be right there by the water. And so we chose a hotel that was pretty much right on the water. Our, If you're looking on Instagram and you see the main church in Positano, if you're looking from the water up at the coastline with all the beautiful hotels and, and restaurants and everything, the main church you're going to see there just to the right is where we stayed. Every morning we'd look out right down to the beach and the water and to our right was the church. And it was a fantastic view. Like you said, uh, a two-story patio or, or uh, deck for us there. And the scenes at sunset and at sunrise out of this place were something that you'll just never forget. So what I can say is just getting there, just getting our feet wet, just getting settled. Again, I knew it was going to be worth every penny we spent because it it just was awe-inspiring and breathtaking. We enjoyed it. We loved where we were. And then we planned out the week. And this week, uh, this week here in Positano, was supposed to be our week of beach and relaxation, and I think we accomplished that completely. Yes, we did. And we also need to say that like, that the place where we stayed, the people, you know, the service was just fabulous, right? They, sure. I mean, they're very nice. The ho- yeah, the hotel very... for our listeners was yeah. Buca de Baco. I wasn't sure Bu- if you were going to say. <laughs> yeah, Bu- Buca de Baco was where we stayed, and it was right near the water, and it, it was a fabulous view. The, yes. the people there took care of us yeah. like you wouldn't believe. So we... Didn't have much of the time that evening. We grabbed a quick dinner and then we just settled in for the night and looked out from our our view as the sun or as the moon looks to me, the sun. The moon was up above the water, giving off this beautiful light on the on the water. It was absolutely fabulous. That was our first night. We were there, and then it was let's plan our beach week. We found that it's about, if I'm not mistaken, thirty or thirty-five dollars a chair in the front row. And I believe $25 a chair in the second row back to have the chairs on the, the beach. And I would say this, we went every day with the front row chairs. It was well worth it. You're going to be there and spending your time and your money. You might as well spend on the things that make you happy. And having those chairs in the front row with nothing distracting you and being able to walk right out into the water was well worth it, in my opinion, for the $35 per day. Yes, my yeah, mine too. Thirty-five dollars a day per chair. <laughs> yes, yeah, just make sure we have that clear. Um, As you're planning your trip to Positano, <laughs> no, that's kind of what you're looking at. There's a free beach that is no chairs. Yes, yeah. you take a towel, you sit down, but it is also the public beach. So there are lots of people in 
a small, tightly packed area. And that's great. But if you're going to be there and you're going to be living this lifestyle for a week, I would highly suggest getting into one of those areas that has the chairs and, and finding the way you want to see the scenery from your from your beach chair. Yeah. And it just it was well worth it for me. I enjoyed every minute of it. I loved sitting out and looking out at the water. And I think we just did it three days, right? Because we had the one day uh, on the boat. So we did it. We rented the chairs for three days. I loved it. And, you know, it, it was pricey to me because we just don't typically spend that kind of money on stuff like that. But I wanted to be spoiled. So you you spoiled me. I talked to you into going to Italy <laughs> and I talked to you into seeing all the things we saw in Rome and Florence. I thought it was well worth the time and effort to give you what you wanted while we were in Positano. We found a lot of people will say, hey, you can save money by getting away from the beach and eating. And I, and I agree, you can. We went to some places that were further away. But on the three days that we spent at the beach all day, it was wonderful to be able to walk 20 feet and go to the little restaurant right there behind us, the little blue restaurant right behind the blue umbrellas where we were sitting and have lunch every day. And you could go there, walk right in, get your lunch, have a snack, and get right back out to your beach chair. You say that, and I had forgotten that that was one of the things that we had listened to on other podcasts and or that you had read or whatever that they say to eat away. And I think we ate away from the beach maybe once, honestly. I, I just, just yeah, just a couple times. Yeah. But that that restaurant that was right there on the water that we ate lunch at, I think that we didn't have dinner there, did we? Just lunches, right? No, yeah. no, just lunches. Um, uh, Lincanto. Yeah. Yeah, but it was so good. I, I think it was. The best pizza that we had had, in my opinion, um, the entire time we were there. I'd say it's on the pricier end, I guess, which makes sense, right? They say to eat away, and the closer you are, the more you pay. Because we paid, you know, the $4 a person, oh, yeah. you know, their surcharge or charge. whatever you yes. call it. Yeah, so we paid $8 just to sit down and eat our food each of those days. But again, it was it was great because you had, you know, the view of the beach, and it was just, it was wonderful. The food was great, and I loved it. I agree. So we spent... Again, we would go usually like four hours in the morning at the beach, then we'd have lunch, then we go another four hours in the afternoon, then we get caught up from that day, we go up, we shower, we get ready, we go to dinner. Um, one of the nights we went to a restaurant called Le Tre Sorelle, which is the Three Sisters. It was wonderful, tried different things there, really enjoyed it. The people next to us talked way too much. And the gentleman was way too loud, but that's another yes. story for another time. Yeah. Uh, and then we finished up the evening with gelato at a nice little gelato shop. There were two gelato shops that were right next to our hotel. One was La Gelateria of Buca de Baco, and the other one was the Positano Paradise Lounge and Bar. And it was actually, you could get snacks, pastries, gelato, uh, drinks, all at that place, while the other one was just a gelateria. Both of them had great gelato. That was a great way to end each evening. Just grab a dinner, take a stroll, and grab yourself a gelato before you went back up to your room. Yeah, I enjoyed both of those places. For the Yeah, I think you brought back some of the cornet. Gelato was great at both those places. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, we didn't really hit on the, the beach part, though. I think we need to go back to that. What the beach was, you know, how... How Americans, and... Yeah, Americans look at his beach as being sandy beaches. When yeah, you so... get to Positano, it is 
pebbles. Pebbles. And we knew and that. Stones. Yeah. We knew going in that's what it was going to be like. And I think we'd seen on things we watched, you know, they say, I feel like we heard somewhere people say to bring, you know, like water shoes or whatever. And so I'm like, I don't really have water shoes, but I have, you know, flip-flops that I can get wet or I can walk up, you know, walk up toward the water with. It's, it'll be fine. So I just had those. And I will say the small little pebbles were not that bad to walk through. But then as you got to the water and got in the water, those pebbles were bigger mm-hmm. and they hurt. At least they hurt me. I don't know how much they hurt you. The easiest thing to do, I mean, the way we looked at it was get quickly to the water and then the water dropped off fairly, fairly mm-hmm. quick. You would just get out into the water as quick as you could instead of walking out into the water. Yes. Because walking out into the water, it was, if your feet weren't prepared for it, a little bit. Now, none of them were sharp rocks. These no. are not sharp rocks. No. Everything was rounded. Everything was smooth, but they still were pebbles and, and stones. And they yes. were... A little painful on the bottom of the feet. So be prepared for that. But I'll tell you, I, by the time we left at the end of the week, it didn't really bother me. I got accustomed to it and I was prepared for it. I knew how to deal with it. So I was ready for it every day from then on out. I mean, I was, but I wasn't. It's still, it's, it was still a lot of, (laughs) you have bad feet. Bad feet. Yeah, I know. But you're right. Once you got there, you could kind of just kind of not dive in, but not really dive in because it was, you know, still, but you could get into the water where you weren't touching anymore and, and it did drop off. And, but the water was very calm and very clear. It was very cold, which I was really surprised by that at that time of year. To let people know we were there the first week of October. Yeah. So and I had anticipated accordingly. Yeah. I had thought that it would be more, it'd be warmer, honestly. I mean, we're coming off this, the warmer months. So I didn't anticipate it to be that cold, but it was fine. Once you got used to it, you know, it was warm enough out that it, that it felt good and you got, your body got used to it and it, you know, it was nice, but it was just amazing water being out there in the water and looking back at the view, you know, of the mountains and all that, you know, it's just wonderful. Agreed. So the next day, We went ahead and this was a big day for us because we were going to take a a semi-private boat with uh, a group of, I think it was 12 total people on the boat. It was a beautiful boat. The The driver of the boat was fantastic, very good to deal with. But we took this semi-private boat at 9 a.m. out to the Isle of Capri. At first, you were a little... Leary, I could tell that, you know, we got some waves going on. It was a little bouncy, but we moved up to the front of the boat where basically we were laying on almost like a large bed over the whole front of the boat with, yeah. with some other couples. So we could just lay down and relax and look at the beautiful view as we were going along the Amalfi Coast. It calmed down and the trip took about, what, 40, 45 minutes to get there. I will say it was one of the coolest things we ever did. And that was just on the way there. We went there until 3, I think, 3, 3.30, and then we went back. But the the trip out there, we saw what it was going to be like. We saw the beauty of just going down the Amalfi Coast, and we got used to riding on the front of the boat. And we knew that's the way we wanted to do on the way back as well. But what were your initial thoughts of the, the boat ride? Well, yes, I was a little nervous at first. So I remember we got on, and I sat down in the back of the boat. Everybody else kind of went to the back, and so he's like, so we need somebody to go up to the front. And so you're like, come on, let's go to the front. So we went to the front, which was kind of funny because we were most definitely the oldest people on that boat. We were. <laughs> and, all, and all those younger people were, you know, 
in the back and very scared and timid, you know, so that was kind of funny, but yeah, it, it wasn't that bad. I just, I don't know. I just have a, a higher anxiety level about stuff like that. But once we got going, it was great. The driver was great. You know, we slowed down. He took us around the Isle of Capri. Yep. We did one, one lap around so he could show us a little bit of everything. And we landed at the Spiaggia de Marina Piccola, which is the small beach. It means it's a small marina, a small beach, uh, not on the one where all the larger boats go into. This is the smaller side of the island. And yeah, he dropped us off and we had to be back. I think it said at like 2.30. So we really only had four hours to to mm-hmm. go do whatever we wanted to do. And so we had to eat quickly. So we got some pizza. <laughs> on the beach. We ate pizza right on the beach, looking out at the water the right there. And then, you know, you go up and you could go to the town of right? Yeah, the city, whatever. So we... Try to debate on whether we were going to take a taxi or the bus. And so we kind of stood there for looking to see what do we want to do. Well, the taxi was going to cost, I think, like 20 euros. And the bus was just a few. So we decided to wait for the little bus. And so we took that bus into town. Small little roads. But it was fine. The guy drove slow. You know, I mean, it wasn't like the crazy guy going to Positano. He took it slow, took the curve slow. So it was a much better it was up. a tight it was a tight fit was, though. Yeah, I will say this. Tight. I saw I saw cars passing between and it was us, a rail, and a brick wall to the side. <laughs> and I'm not sure how they made it without hitting each other, yeah. but they did. And we got there safely. And then we took some time to really say we're we're in Capri, we're we're in the city, the town of Capri. Let's walk around, let's see all the things that everybody talks about. Let's see all the beauty, let's see all the high-end shops. Let's grab a drink. Let's grab some uh, snacks. We did that. The views from up there were incredible. You yeah. could look out and see Vesuvius. You could see uh, Napoli. You could see Ischia. You could see all those things from from up there. And the, so it was a gorgeous view. But I will say the amount of people packed into that little town made me a little... That was one of the only places where I felt a little in a claustrophobic kind of a feel. <laughs> Yeah. Because the, everything was so tightly packed, so many people in there. Was it beautiful? Yes. Were the shops great? Yes. Were the drinks and the food a little bit more expensive than everywhere else? Yes. yes. But it was a it was a great thing to mark off and say we've done this, we've seen this, and and now we can move on from it. We we bought some little trinkets from there, some jewelry, things like that that we wanted to have as memories to take home with us. So I thought that was great. And then we grabbed the bus and we took it back down. And you were brave enough to say, even with the large pebbles here, I'm going to go get in the or get in the water here at the beach in yep. Capri. So you went out and swam while I stayed with all of our stuff. And I know you had a great time just out there in the water. And we met some of the people who were going to be back on the boat with us again. So we all kind of stuck together and got ready to grab the boat that afternoon and head back, which I think then leads to the best part of the entire trip was getting on that boat the driver was in a great mood festive mood he said hey i'm going to take you to some of those grottos and we're going to stop and we're just going to get out and go swimming we're going to pop some champagne on the boat which we did we all had drinks of champagne and then he said here's some grottos right here uh by capri let's just have some fun and go swimming here we were in the mediterranean jumping out and grabbing a swim and I just thought that was one of the coolest things we could ever do. It's one of my favorite pictures we have from the entire trip 
is we had some people that we met there that said, we'll take your picture out in the water so we can have that the, with the grotto underneath us and behind us. I I really loved that part of the trip. And then we went through the arc that everyone goes through and gives each other a kiss on the way out in the rock formations outside of Capri. Yeah, it was definitely the best thing, the best part of the trip that we had had. I For me, it was that whole day, just the boat trip, jumping into the water like that was my favorite part, I think. I never thought I would have done it. I was kind of, again, you know, anxiety <laughs> level a little high. I'm like, do I really want to jump out in the middle of this water like this? <laughs> it was fabulous. And yeah, we weren't out there very long, but that's still, it was still great. And the boat ride back was real. I really enjoyed it. I really, you know, kind of relaxed and just it took it calm. all in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that just made the, made the day great. The only thing I was kind of sad that we didn't get to do was go to the blue grotto um that is one thing that i had always looked at seen all the you know instagram stories and and pictures and videos and you know it was just not enough time to do that so yeah when we're there from basically 10 a.m to 2 30 and you have to make a choice and the blue grotto wasn't right next to where we came in it wasn't next to no. uh, marina piccola so you would have had to have taken a bus or a car to another side of the island it was on the like northwest yeah. side while we were yeah. on the southeast side and the line as we were going around the island i remember the driver saying yeah. hey do you see that line of all those boats and all those people that's a few hours long just to wait to get into the blue grotto and so you're right was it something that we'll say wow we missed that but that's something we can always go back and plan to do but it just didn't fit out timing wise with us and the rest of the trip into capri and out of capri was so fantastic really it didn't i don't sit here today and go man that's something we really missed it's almost no. like it would have just been icing on the cake yeah he i mean he really took us to a lot of you know small little caves or whatever you call them and they had you know the beautiful green crystal clear water and so we got to kind of see something very similar to the blue grotto i think i just i would say if if that's something people want to do and that's definitely a must then you're gonna have to go for you're gonna have to you know go for a whole day spend the night it's it's gonna have to be capri capri is gonna be more than just what we did you're going to have to be there more than 10 a.m to 2 30 p.m spending the yeah. night having the free time to be able to relax and do that is the way to go and we know people that are going to do that, are going to spend a, a night or two in Capri. That just wasn't our plan. Our plan was just to visit. And I think it went well to enjoy Positano and the surrounding area was was really our main goal. Relaxation, enjoying the beach and enjoying the sun. Obviously, yeah. we, we finished up that part of the trip and we came back. We ate at La Pergola that evening and it was a great dinner. Um, I think you had uh, the limoncello slush slushy, if i'm not mistaken yeah very good slushy yep very and... good highly recommend that if, <laughs> if anyone goes there and we we got again gelato uh that evening before we finish up for the night we had a few days left in positano really we spent a majority of the time both of those two days at the beach getting lunch at our favorite place it was five minute walk away not really having to do adventure much I enjoyed just waking up in the morning, seeing the view, going to bed in the evening, seeing the view, staying out there on the water all day long. We had, you know, we ate at Buca de Baco's restaurant. We ate at Cafe Positano. 
that was not my favorite place to eat, but the view from no. there was incredible. Yes. And we we shopped. We went around to all the little shops with the clothing and the jewelry, all those things. Beautiful. If you're willing and interested in spending quite a bit of money on artwork, clothing, jewelry, Positano is the place for you to go. And the hat shop, oh, I could have bought every hat in that shop. It was it was a great little hat shop down near the beach. The the pastries at those places that I mentioned were fantastic. The gelato was fantastic. We had wine at every dinner that we had. And we had, saw some of the most beautiful sunsets we'll ever see. So I couldn't rave enough. If, I, if I'm telling people, is it touristy? Yes. Is it expensive? Yes. Is it worth it? I would say if you approach it the right way and say, I'm going to enjoy it and just take it all in. It's 100% worth it. The views you'll see, the things you'll do, you're not going to match that in many other places in Italy or in the world. No, I, I would agree. And, and one thing too, our our at the hotel, when we had breakfast every morning, they had an oh. out, uh, outdoor you know balcony eating area. So every morning we went out and sat there and ate breakfast and looked out over the water and it was just fabulous. Yeah, so I, I highly recommend it for you know to everybody that that's just it's well worth it so i'm I'm going to backtrack a little bit because there's things that we haven't been overly positive about but there's also things that we are we have been and, and we're going to finish up with some positivity as well when it comes to positano i would highly suggest you're either going to want to go in in a semi-private boat or something like that from sorrento or amalfi or what have you to get there or in a private transfer did we say some negative things about the first driver that took us in there? Yes. This just, it was just one of those things where you catch a bad break and you've got a guy who's maybe going a little too fast, maybe not in the best mood. He wasn't overly friendly. That happens, right? But he still got us there. We got there safe. Everything was fine. But I would say those are the ways to get in there. I, I watched every day as those large boats came in with piles of people that they were packed in like sardines. If that's the way you want to go, more power to you. But I would not suggest it if you're going there trying to enjoy this as your time on the water, your time at the beach, or seeing this beautiful this beautiful town. It's it's just something you need to, you know, I joke with my father, I joke with my uncle. They went years before I did to Positano, and they are the ones who said, Joseph, Laura, you have to go to Positano. You have to go to Positano. And they would talk about paying their drivers and making sure you tip them well and taking the private boat. You know what? That's that's just part of what that culture is there. It's, in my opinion, it's one of those things that, you know, when they say when in Rome, right? Well, when in Positano, live like somebody who lives on the coast. And, and that's the way I think we approached it with the private drivers, the private boat, things like that. Yes, I think the private boat was the the best way to go and honestly if you don't uh you know we recommend it to some friends who are going this summer maybe just take private boat tour just around you know not to capri but you know they have like day boats i don't, I don't know what you want to call it that you know just go around the sea you're just you know don't go to a destination just they, they take they take your trip up and down the coast yes up and down the coast yes and i i think that would be well worth it too i think if we would go back that's what i would do except i would do want to see the blue grotto so i don't know but um, <laughs> <laughs> i have to rethink that one yeah no that was a fabulous thing that the boat was i agree with you wholeheartedly now for our listeners who've listened to 
the this is our third episode where Lori and I have kind of reminisced and gone through a little bit of the ups and downs of a recent trip to Italy. I am the person who likes hustle bustle. I'm the person who likes to go, go, go. I'm the person who wants to go through every historical thing that I can find, try to see all the sites that I possibly can. That's just how I'm built. Lori, on the other hand, enjoys those things, but would probably prefer to just sit at Positano for a week or two, and that's okay. But that's why we evened out this trip. That's why this trip was made that way. And if you're going with a significant other, I think the best thing you can do is really look at what is important to me, what is important to you. There's got to be give and take, right? You can't make it all about what you want to do, and you can't make it all about what they want to do. You make sure you hit the highlights that each person wants, and you do some give and take. And, and know that Italy is such a large country, and there's so many things to see. You're not going to see it all. I, I, I want to go to Milan in the future. I want to go to uh, Venice in the future. That's fine. We'll do that sometime. But right now, we wanted to focus on what would be best for the two of us to see these things and be a part of the culture of Italy. And, and I think between Rome, between Florence, uh, between Positano, Pompeii, Capri, we really got a chance to do that. Yes, I think, yeah, we had a great, I, I wouldn't change how we did it at all. I loved everything we did and how we did it. I liked doing the bigger places, you know, first and then ending up in Positano. I, I was, it was perfect for me. So let's end on a really high note. We go to leave at six something in the morning to catch our private transfer, who's going to take us from Positano to the Naples airport. Now we had flown into the Rome airport. So flying out of the Naples airport was someplace different and to, we need to get prepared for. We weren't sure what to expect since we had that weird kind of session on the way down there. This driver could not have been better. I, I think he was probably our favorite driver the entire time we were there because we had a handful of drivers, you know, with whether in Rome or in Naples or what have you. This gentleman was so kind, so courteous. He wanted to share so much from our drive to Positano to Naples about that region, about those towns, about the history. He made us feel like we were learning something and enjoying the ride. He took it a very nice pace for Lori and made her very comfortable. And then to end the trip, because we were getting along so well, he said, I want you to always think of this when you go back home. And he said, can we stop for one minute before we get to the airport? And we were both thinking, what's going on here? He stops, he comes back, and he hands us some traditional um, Napoli pastries and said, "This, these are our favorite pastries. I want you to take these and have a breakfast on me at the airport, and I want you to always think about us here in Italy. That right there was the spark that made me say, I'm ready to go back. Just having him treat us that way, just it changed the entire end from thinking about that bad driver we had to this. Yeah, he was great, and he yeah, it was smooth ride. He was, he was very well, you know, took all the roads fine, and yeah, just was you know, talking to us the whole time, which that, and he spoke very good English. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was a great way. Yeah. To, to definitely end it and got us to the airport fine. And, you know, getting through there was a breeze. We didn't have any 
trouble, yeah, finding anything. And it, it I was a little nervous though, because it is kind of a smaller airport. And then, <laughs> so we, <laughs> and I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect, but we uh, took, you had to take a bus out to the airplane. So that was a first for me. I had never, you know, I'm used to boarding right there at the, at the gates. So that was a little different. It was. I want to thank everybody who's listened to these three episodes. Again, it was just an encapsulation of the the recent trip that we took. We'll, we'll give you some more podcasts coming up soon. I've got some people lined up who are going to talk about different regions that they've recently been to in Italy. Lori and I are going to maybe do some more shows talking about packing and misnomers on things you should and shouldn't do because so many people will tell you, Oh, go here because it's authentic Italy or go here because or don't go here because it's not authentic Italy or dress this way or what have you. And what I will tell you before we get into those shows is do all the research, do all the studying, talk to us at PFITravel.com. We'll help you. But at the same time, do what makes you feel best and feel comfortable. Yes, there are rules about what you should wear in the churches. Yes, there are things you should probably follow and do. But at the same time, yeah, it's your vacation. It shouldn't be a work. It shouldn't be a job. You should enjoy it from the beginning to end. Any closing statements you have, Lori? No, just um, thanks for letting us talk about this. And it was a fabulous trip. And I'm very glad we did it, even though I was very skeptical to begin with. But I, <laughs> I did love it, and I'm ready to go back. You got it. Well, Again, follow us at pfitravel.com. Feel free to reach out to us. We are more than happy to help you plan your 2023 or 2024 trip to Italy. I will tell you that 2023 is getting booked up. So if you do have plans for the summer, the fall, the winter coming up, let's plan now. Reach out to us at pfitravel.com. And until next time, arrivederci. <laughs>